Chuck Kaplinski, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, in lieu of a podcast, because there's not a whole heck of a lot mm-hmm. coming out that we want to talk about with everyone this week, I thought it might be kind of fun to let everybody know what we're watching on TV. What's streaming? What are you binging? What are you watching? What am I watching? I'm watching uh, Barry on HBO. This is the last season of that. We're in the fourth season. Uh, and it took a very unexpected leap, I think I will say, during the last episode, which aired Sunday. Uh, it fast-forwarded about 10 years, all of a sudden. At the really? End. So I'm not sure what the strategy is here, letting us know how this is all going to turn out or if this is going to be a red herring or not. But uh, the, movie, the that, that show keeps me guessing, and the reason I like that show also, it's a half hour. You boom, 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 in and out, and they don't mess around. So Barry, even though it's in the fourth season, you can catch up quick, okay. and it's well worth watching. Very good. Anything else you're watching? I'm watching uh, Love and Death on HBO as well with Elizabeth Olsen. They haven't done a great job of promoting it. Also, Jesse Plemons is in it. Oh, that's the candy story that um, Jessica Biel was in. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's a different take on this. Um, Boy, it's odd. I'm through two episodes. You know how you watch something and you're waiting you're waiting for that thing that's just going to grab your interest, that, 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 that ignition that, oh, okay, here we go. We're, we're on a runaway train. It hasn't happened yet. So I'm kind of waiting. I'm going to give it one more episode. Okay. Because Olsen's great. Uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I forgot that they had already done this with Jessica Biel. Yeah, and I actually had an interview with her that's about right. the, the series. Or was it a movie? I can't remember. It was, which. I believe, a series on Hulu. Yes. Yeah. And then I'm also watching Ted Lasso, of course, in the last season. Uh, you and I have talked about this. There's something missing here. Uh, I think it's become a victim of its own success. Uh, I still enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. And I still recommend it. But it's just there's a freshness there or it's just too spread out. Yes. And and there's too many subplots going on yes. that I want to see resolved. Yes. And we're taking our time. Uh, last couple episodes... I've seen a spark of what it was, and I'm sure it's going to finish strong. But like I said, you know, the first season was 10 episodes. And then they told them to stretch the second season, which was supposed to be 10 to 12 episodes. And you could tell which two episodes they added. And And this season is 12 episodes as well. And there have been way too many where we're just spinning our wheels. So I'm hoping that they finish strong. I, I would agree with you. So that's what I am watching at home. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate that. And now we're going to turn it over to me. Hang tight. So we're doing shot reverse shot now. <laughs> uh, we've got my take on what I am watching. Uh, so, Pam Powell, what are you streaming, watching on television? Well, I want to piggyback on what you said about Ted Lasso because, of course, I'm watching Ted Lasso as well. I loved the first season. Second season, I totally agree with your analysis of that. And now here we are in the third season. And yes, we are focused on way too many subplots, too many side stories, and we aren't resolving them. We don't have enough Ted Lasso-isms. We don't have enough of Ted Lasso's philosophy in life as he imparts his wisdom. Now, yes, he's struggling a little bit with different issues in his life. This last episode, there was one little kernel of of fun Lassoism that I really enjoyed. But we need more of that. I think that's that magic that Ted Lasso gave us, that feel-good 
uh, inspiration that we had, especially during COVID, because mm -hmm. that started in mm -hmm. the beginning of COVID. We needed that. And I just don't feel that anymore. So maybe, what are we in? Which episode is that? I believe that was eight. We've got four to go. Okay, so, so four more episodes. This last episode was better, but again, just too far spread out with everything that they're trying to cover. You know, and I wonder also, there was a big break between the end of second season and the beginning of this. And that certainly didn't help. Right, right. Mm -hmm. and, and the cohesiveness. And I think they're also, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, they're giving lots of different writers a hand at and a chance at, at creating different episodes. And maybe that's the reason yeah. for the lack of cohesiveness and the lack of the focus on Ted Lasso. I mean, let's face it, it's called Ted Lasso, yeah. <laughs> you know? So um, other than Ted Lasso, what are you watching? I am watching Schmigadoon. Do you want me to sing it? No, no, no. Okay. you're good, you're good. <laughs> Schmigadoon, <laughs> which is a tune, um, has morphed into Schmicago. And oh, it is okay. now the same, the same characters, Michael Keegan-Key and Cecily Strong. They're a married couple, and they're trying desperately to have a baby. They can't. It's ironic because Cecily Strong's character is an obstetrician. Um, and they decide that they're just, they're just floundering. They just don't know what to do. They long for that love and happiness and, and vim and vigor that Schmigadoon gave them. So they pack their bags, they dress in their little outfits, and they go back into the woods and across the bridge to try and find Schmigadoon again. But guess what? They don't find Schmigadoon. They find Schmicago. Schmicago, as you might guess, is going to be all a little darker all a little dirtier and a little bit more violent and they find themselves yes chuck is raising his hand chuck how is any of this helping them have a baby they need to find happiness in some way so maybe their uh. quest to have a baby they think that's going to find bring them happiness maybe that's not their route for uh -huh, happiness uh -huh, uh -huh. we all just want to be happy okay chuck yes i don't think happiness had anything to do with you know grant coming along my son i just <laughs> i bet you I were happy <laughs> It's just, I don't remember it that way, but, you know, what do I know? All right, we'll ask Beth one day when All she comes right. in. <laughs> anyway, back to Chicago. Um, this is a lot of fun. It, it takes uh, some riffs on Chicago, the musical, obviously, and it also goes into that dark, dark Sweeney Todd. Um, this is a lot of fun in a very different way. It's smart, it's vibrant, and it's Chicago. So check that out on Apple TV+. you got to be real careful when you say that, because that's close to something else. So, uh, oh, Chuck. Any, anything else? Yes, also, also on Apple TV. And I guess all three of them are Apple TV right now. I'm on, on a binge with them. The last thing he told me, and that's with Jennifer Garner. And then I, this guy, Nicola Coaster-Walda, I guess he was in yes, Game, of in Game of Thrones. Yes, he's in Game of Thrones. Okay, well, I don't mm -hmm. watch Game of Thrones. I know you didn't. Um, and this is based on the book by Laura Dave, and it becomes a mystery. Perhaps it's a murder mystery. It's espionage. It's whodunit kind of series. And uh, Jennifer Garner's character is taking care of her stepdaughter and her husband, Owen, has gone missing. And he works for some big tech company. There's a big um, bust at his office and he disappears and leaves a million dollars in cash in the care of his daughter. Mm. So they are on a quest to figure out who is Owen really? Is is he really who they thought he was? Is everything just a big lie? And so they go on this exploration together 
And, you know, it's kind of fun mother-daughter, even though it's not mother-daughter, it's stepdaughter, stepmother, which creates its own issues and a little bit of humor. Um, good drama. Acting is decent. And I'm hooked. I got to find out what happens next. And the next, God, that's a bad thing about some of these series is I get in on the very beginning and I can't binge watch the whole thing. <laughs> uh, come on now. You know, know. that was That's old-fashioned TV where you actually had to wait a I week. Know. To get an episode. I know. Yeah. Do you remember sitting down with a TV guide oh, yeah. and circling what you wanted to Yellow watch highlighter. for the week? Oh, you used a highlighter. Yellow I had a highlighter. pencil. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am a year older than you. Because who knows when you might get a chance to see it again. I know. You may never get a chance to see that movie. Or, oh, yeah, completely. Wizard of Oz, one time a year. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only chance I had to watch it. Does TV guides still publish? I don't know. I mean, what would Maybe be you can point? answer that for us. Shoot okay. us an email or make a comment down below and let us know. And tell us. What was your favorite TV show to watch back in the day when TV Guide needed to be circled? <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody.